So today, instead of having an interview or even teaching on a specific topic, I thought I would cover some commonly asked questions. I noticed that even in my coaching group with women who have already had readings, there's still is confusion on human design. And I understand, right? Because human design is like this layered, it's a layered chart. It's really a layered process to go through to even understand. And I think of kind of like peeling back like the layers of an onion to understand what's underneath. So I want to talk today in like a more of a step-by-step Q&A, which is going to be more um, general about the whole human design system. And I want to do another part Q&A when I get together questions that are more in depth. I just feel like I love listening to Q&As myself. And so I thought it would be fun to do a Q&A show on human design. Welcome to Beautifully Bloomed, the podcast where we explore how to break you out of the box of rules and beliefs that are holding you back from the life you're meant to live. I'm your host, Rebecca Turvo. Join me as I share mindset tools, coaching conversations, and human design to help you uncover your unique gifts and create the life, relationships, and business you desire. So question number one, what is human design? So human design is made up of five different, uh, we can call them sciences, I guess. They're, they're old. Some of them are really old ancient sciences, like the I Ching uh, is the first science, the Kabbalah is the second one. The chakra system is the third one. Quantum mechanics and astrology. Those are in no particular order, but really, if you were to look, there's a, um, I think it's in genetic matrix where I don't know if you can get it in other systems, but you can actually run a chart that kind of shows all of those things together. And it's really way more in depth than you need to know when you're just looking for your human design chart. But it really will show how all of those things work together to come up with your human design. So that's number one. Number two, where do you start? The first place to start is your type and your strategy. And those are tied together. There are five types in human design and each type has its own strategy. So the type is usually like the role you play in the story of your life. It's your per- it tells a lot about the purpose and what you're here for. The strategy will be like, how do you re, how do you interact in the world? How do you, um, use your energy in the best way, depending on what type you are? So, for instance, I'm a manifesting generator. There's five different types. I'm a manifesting generator and my strategy is to respond and to inform. So, you know, when I'm looking at my type, you know, my, my purpose as a manifesting generator is to really be here to do what lights me up, to do work that lights me up, to build things in the world. But then how do I do it? I need to do it by responding to what's around me. And then I need to inform people of what's, of what I'm, what I'm responding to and what I'm building. So what, what does your type say about you, about the role in the story of life, uh, about your purpose and how you do it? Look at your strategy. How are you here to play out that type? Question number three is about authority. What does authority mean in your chart? So authority is about the way you make decisions. 
Human design, for the most part, talks about getting out of your head and into your body and really recognizing the wisdom that exists in your body. We are not taught to be in our body. We are so much logically thinking in our head about life and about what we're here to do and what's next. And so much of our overwhelm, I think, comes from this thinking, the thinking and the logic that feels like it knows how we're here to explore life or feels like it knows what we're supposed to be doing or what's next. And then we get frustrated because we're not listening to the wisdom of our body. Our body houses our soul and our soul is here for a purpose. And we, and our soul knows this, but our head thinks it knows better, right? So human design will teach you how to, like, what is your specific way of really getting into your body? And one of those ways is looking at your authority. So what authority do you have? I have emotional authority and half the population has emotional authority. Now, emotional authority is about really riding out your emotional wave and really feeling into it, feeling into what's right for you. Um, not making decisions in a very high emotional state or low emotional state, but being emotionally grounded and knowing that you have ridden out your emotional wave. <laughs> that's a whole nother topic, but that's just one of the authorities you could be, right? And I wanted to say that one real briefly. I have other episodes in my podcast that talk more deeply about type and more deeply about authority. So the next thing I would look at, right, is personality profile. So what's the personality profile? What's that about? Personality profile is about what the character is that you play in the story of your life. There are 12 different profiles and your profile will talk a lot about what you need and how you learn, right? What you need in order to stay grounded, what your learning style is, part of this tells a lot about your purpose. Um, it's just a really great, I, there's so much depth in the personality profile. I can't, I don't want to talk about it really deeply here, but what does yours say about you? Next, there's the emotional theme. I haven't looked at all the ways that human design charts come out on all the different systems, but most of the time there will be a theme, an emotional theme and I think a lot of times it's written emotional theme. And so for instance, for manifesting generators, mine says frustration, anger, or satisfaction, right? So basically what the emotional theme is about, it's like if you are not in alignment with your type, strategy, authority, whatever, mostly your type, right? If you're not in alignment with your type, you're going to be in the low end of that emotional theme. For generators, it's frustration. So if you're consistently frustrated, if you have a theme of frustration going on in your life around you, if you look at around you and a lot of people around you are frustrated, there could be something going on with you where you're not really living in alignment with your type as a generator. So that's just a kind of a, um, a red flag, let's say. And I want to make this clear. This is something that can be confusing about the emotional theme. If you're just like, frustrated, you know, in the morning once in a while because something happens. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about an overarching theme of frustration that seems to be 
going on and on, right? And it, and it, and also when you notice it in people around you, it's kind of like this mirror, right? Like what's going on in your type as a generator? What aren't you in alignment with? That's a good signal to really kind of search, first of all, with your type. Are you living in alignment as a generator? Then we come down to the incarnation crosses. So you'll usually notice there's like a right angle cross or left angle cross. It might say RAX or LAX. And in the traditional human design language, sometimes these crosses sound really not that exciting, right? I mean, there's some really interesting language that was used to describe these incarnation crosses. But really, the incarnation crosses are kind of the story of your chart, the story of your life, kind of like the plot line maybe of the story. It's something you're here to experience over the course of your lifetime. I mean, we look at, when I look at incarnation crosses for people, I love looking at them as like, this is really kind of a sign of some things that you need to ground you in order to live out the highest qualities of the gifts you're here to give. There's something about the incarnation cross that can be really juicy and lovely to really dive into in a deep way. Then we have the centers. So if you'll notice on your chart, there's nine centers and you can kind of relate these to the chakras, right? There's seven chakras in the chakra system. And these definitely relate. These centers relate with the chakras. Really though, the centers, you can look at them as how the energy flows in your unique design. And one of the things to notice is whether your centers are white or if they're colored in. If they're white, that just means that you're open in that center and you're taking in energy from those around you. If they're colored in, in that particular center, you're actually projecting energy. You have impact on other people because your center is colored in. So some people, if you're a reflector type, have zero centers colored in. And that's pretty rare. 1% of the population are reflectors. But it's important to know, um, and you'll notice that we talk in human design about conditioning. You'll tend to be conditioned more in the centers that are open or white than you will in the centers that are defined or colored in. And that's just because you are taking in energy from those around you. And that doesn't mean that you can't be conditioned in ways that even in defined centers. So there's other things that go into conditioning, right? Not just the human design centers, right? But this is a good sign of where you may have some conditioning in your life. And then there's the channel. So when you have two centers defined and they're connected with a fully colored in, we'll call it channel, right? They're connected with a line between them, that fully colored in channel. That is a energy that's consistent for you. That's an energy you're here to experience. You even could consider it part of your purpose, right? There's something there for you to help others with. So there's a lot of questions about these channels. What does it mean if it's red? What does it mean if it's black? What does it mean if it's a half a line, right? So these channels connect gates. The channel between, if it's red, that just means it's a subconscious or unconscious maybe not something you're totally aware of as much as it's much more of a natural energy. It's in your body. It's natural. If it's black, it's more conscious. Like you're here to work on it. It's on your personality side. Like you are, you notice it more about yourself. And 
Sometimes you see that they're red and black, or half the line is red, half the line is black. Again, depending on what numbers you have on either side of that channel, some of the times the numbers are red, right? They're on the red side of your chart, and some of the numbers are on the black side of your chart. And most charts, you'll notice the right side is black and the left side is red. If you look at the planet, I'll talk about that in a minute, but there's numbers going down the side of your chart on both sides. And the black ones are like a personality. They're here. You're, you're focused on them. You, you kind of notice them about yourself. And then there's the ones on the left, which say body, right? Or unconscious, subconscious. These are things that you don't necessarily really notice about yourself, but they're like natural. And they're definitely, what I love about that is I used to think actually when I first started studying human design, I was really focused on the body side of the chart. And in my coaching and everything, we kind of focused on the body side. But what I love about the unconscious side is it's really the whole other layer of gifts and, and signs and things that you're here for and motivations for you. So it's um, really helpful to bring awareness to what's going on with the red lines, with the red lines and red numbers also. So basically the channels and the gates, right? The gates are the numbers that are in those little centers. And some people have always asked this question too. It's like, does everybody have the same numbers in the centers? Yes. What I want to say, the numbers never move. My numbers, like if I look at the um, my sacral center, I have the same numbers in my sacral center as you will have in your sacral center. The difference is whether which ones for me are colored and like in a circle and which ones aren't versus the ones for you that are colored in a circle and aren't, right? So if you have circled colored in numbers on your chart, that means that that gate is defined for you, okay? So there will be a line off of that gate, now, the line might be a half a line, meaning it's not going to connect to another center. Those are just, those are energies you're going to experience in connection with other people, for instance. So you're going to experience that energy. That energy is important for you to look at, right? Because it's a gate energy that defines something that you're here to experience. And what I would say is you are attracted to people that have the line, have the gate on the opposite end of that line that there's something interesting with the energetics we can look at in human design. That's a much deeper thing. I shouldn't go into it here because I'm trying to cover some basics. But if it's a half a line, it's still a defined energy for you. It's something you're here to experience. So those are called gates, okay? So I just want to briefly review that. So the, the numbers in the centers, whether the center is colored in or white, the numbers are the gates. And if the gate is circled and colored in that, and it has a line hanging off of it, that is a energy you're here to experience. Sometimes it's in a full channel, right? Where it connects to another center and there's another gate on that other side. That's that full channel of energy. It's going between those two defined centers. And it's, if it's a half a channel, that's okay too. It's still an energy you're here to experience. It's defined for you. And so because the once we look at those, I want to talk about the last thing I want to talk about is the planets. So you'll notice now that you have symbols along the side that the down the side of your chart, they're in order, usually like there's the sun, the earth, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, 
Neptune, Uranus, Pluto. And some charts we can see where Chiron is in there and we can see the North and South node. So you'll know that's, those are the symbols that you see going down the right side and the left side of your chart. Each of those symbols has a number in it and it has a number with a dot and then another number. That first number is the gate. So I just told you about the gates. You're going to see then in a deeper meaning of your chart that the gates each have a planetary energy to them. And just briefly, um, like the sun, for instance, the sun is, is really a powerful energy for us here on earth. And so the sun is like where you're, you're here to lead. I've heard it said it's where God shines on you, right? This, so whatever gate your sun is in is a very, very important element in your chart. When we talk about purpose and life's work and the gifts you're here to give, that sun gate is really important. And then we can see the earth, which is about where you're grounded, right? This is what you need. This is what needs to be fulfilled in order for you to fulfill the gifts and the gates of your sun and other gifts you're here to give. Right. So there's different meanings to all the planets, and that's the astrological aspect. It's really fascinating. You'll see that there is a, in each of those placements, there's the gate number, and then there's a, a dot, and then there's the line number. So that second number that comes after the dot, that's just a deeper, even a deeper meaning. It's the energy. It's kind of like that. I was talking about that personality profile before. Those are kind of like there's there's a personality energy to each of the gates that are listed in your planet. Now, that's just like a deeper way. Again, like that's something I don't really need to go too deeply in today. And we don't necessarily get to that um, beyond looking at the incarnation cross and the personality profile in just regular readings, right? So um, so anyways, I hope that this overview Q&A has given you some insight into the depth of the chart. Um, in, the, in another Q&A, which I want to start gathering questions together for a different Q&A, I want to talk about other questions that come up amongst my clients and questions I see in the um, human design communities that I'm in. For people that are just trying to kind of wrap their head around what does this human design mean? What can it do for me? Like, what's it about, right? And and how can we use it in a practical way in life and in business? And what does it mean about us? It's super fascinating. I love talking about it. But this is the end of the Q&A for today. So thank you so much for listening. And I would love to know if you do have questions, you can write to me at Rebecca at RebeccaTurvo.com. Also, I have readings. I have two types of readings available now. One is a basic reading where you will get access to videos based on your type, your strategy, and your profile. And then you will get a 30-minute call with me to follow up to ask any deeper questions about something that's going on in your life. That's one type of reading I have. The second type of reading I have now is called a business breakthrough reading. And this is something new that I'm offering. I'm super excited about it. And so both of those readings, if you go to RebeccaTurvo.com forward slash design, you can get a feel of which reading is right for you. So I look forward to 
working with you on your chart if that's something you're interested in getting into. And I will see you on the next episode. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please go subscribe so that you get notified of all the future goodies that are coming along. While you're there, please leave me a review and let me know what you think. So excited to share this with you and can't wait to talk to you next time. Bye.